We will not stand for that kind of language. Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced and over the top. I'm your host, Arch Madness. Feels good to be back and churning out season two episodes every Friday. Feels good to also see those those download numbers going up now that I'm cranking them out on the reg again. But uh, it does suck that I had to give up playing football on the ice and doing uh, double shots of bourbon with Kevin Young. That's uh, That was the delay. By the way, my guest today, that's what there's, we missed a couple shows because we drank too much. Do you see that? Uh, there's a thing of, uh, see those two bourbons uh, over there? Oh, okay. Yeah. I wondered, yeah. Yeah, I, Kevin and I were there, like, oof. nearly empty. It was pretty bad. So, but I do have a, a new segment, which I, I'm stoked to tell you guys about. I think you'll dig. Also, the Gimme Five is coming up later in the show, the latest hard rock news stories and songs that get cranked here in the garage. Uh, this week, it's all news stories. So, you know, there's so much to talk about. Uh, and I'll say this, though, Judas Priest's Painkiller album has been dominating the uh, Hawks Nest speakers as of late. I just love that record. Mm. But uh, this week's Gimme Five is all news, and I will discuss it with this week's guest. This week, joining me in the garage, he's a friend of the show, just a great friend in general, former Columbus radio personality and current Enough's Enough road manager, Mike Beasley, Austin what is up, brother? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. It's great to see you. It's great to be back here. I was trying to think. I think it was like October was the last time I was here, maybe. I don't know why I'm thinking that. And, not, and this not that is, it even matters. You, but you're, you're a regular on <laughs> yeah, this show. Yeah, you were a regular on, on vinyl analysis for me. So I, I yeah, love having this. love that. And is it disrespectful if I say that you're a part of a stable no, guess that I, I love that. Have. Okay, fair enough. This is, uh, this is the only exposure my, I get these days. It's, it's my rock stable, man. It's my rock stable. But I've had I have Kevin Young, you know, all the knights on the of the rock table. Yeah, had Chad course. Stewart last week. I've had him a couple different times here in the garage. Just talked to him last night. Did you really? Yeah. Ah. It was Danny's birthday, the bass player. Ah. And uh, they were all out and called me and. You know, uh, dude, Slim. That's yeah, right. I did see it was tender. his. I did yeah. see it was his birthday. He is one of the coolest guy. Him and Chip. It must be something with bass players because Danny and Chip are two of the nicest guys in the business that I've ever met. That stuff. And we talked about this last week with Chad Stewart. I told him that I, I was loving those videos that uh, that Sam was putting together for those yeah, guys. Kids, good. But I'll I, this whole thing when 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 you guys and I'm talking about enough's enough joined that tour and then it was it was slim and ship and those videos yes. dude, were there in that abandoned <laughs> car oh yeah that was but hilarious. i was telling chad i go dude you know some of the stuff that chip and, and tinder were, were doing there was it, like it became part of our vernacular yeah that oh, that, really? that summer <laughs> yeah we were doing honk honk uh, because remember they're in the they're in that abandoned car, man, and they're pretending they're trying not to run over people. Anyway, yeah, I remember. That. I think oh, that was somewhere stuff. in Iowa. There was a, like an that old race right. car or something yeah. that was by the club that we were playing or something. But they came. They went across the border in Mexico into Mexico. That's too. right. That's right. And I told them not, you know, and I knew they would. I would there's no point in they they you know the club that we played in Eagle Pass, Texas, is three blocks from the border <laughs> and you randomly hear gunshots too where will the the guy who owns the bar who is a great wow. dude you would love this guy he is in this small town in nowhere texas but he's such a fan of the genre he books he owns a bar he books these bands 
and doesn't care if oh. five people show up. He's he wants them there. What's the name of this place? It's called Cooters. <laughs> Cooters Pub, Eagle Pass, Texas. Will, uh, the owner, is a great guy. If you're ever in the area, please go to this place. Everything about that sounds awesome. You would love this guy, Everything. Will. Oh, my oh. God. He's one of us. He's our age. He's into every <laughs> band that we were into. Circus Magazine, Hit Parader, On the Reg. Oh. You know. I oh, mean, man, but maybe I'll get him on. Can you help me get him on I, the show? Absolutely. He would. Oh, he'd okay. be a great Fair enough. Guest. Fair enough. I want to get him on season two. But anyway, yeah, those, those Chip and Danny. Were, oh, uh, they were just nuts. the best. Those videos were so good. Sam is a very clever little guy. And, and and I say this, this will be like the second or third week in a row that I'm saying this. Sam is one of the best young guitars in rock. Whatever genre. I agree. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Justin young fan. Yeah, of course, yeah, in South yeah, As far great. as the young guys. That guy's great, As far as too. the young guys go. Yeah. Uh, no, I, Sam gets it. But you Sam's know. Sam a can, stud, dude. Yeah, Sam is very, and he's very respectful, too, of the other musicians and other right. guitar players, especially um, him and Tori, you know, in uh, enough's enough, they have a, a nice friendship uh, and it's all based on respect. You know, Sam will ask Tori, how do you do this? How do you do that? You know, and it's like a mentor type. Well, of that's situation. the kind of guy you ask too. Yeah, Cause yeah, Tori's super cool. And he's a great that. guy. Yeah. Tori's a great guy too. Are you, so. are you in need of another? No, uh, I'm good. Latte? I'm good. Okay. Maybe in a few. Now, I want to talk more about Enough's Enough because we got to talk about the Monsters Rock Cruise, uh, Chip's oh, yeah. latest visit uh, to the uh, to the fantasy camp. Oh man! Okay, I, I, I want to talk about all that. I want to talk about yeah. all that with you. It was uh, great, bro. And and we're gonna hit uh, the Gimme Five, which I sent that to you yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Great stories we're gonna talk great about stories. the new segment, which I haven't even told people what the name of it is. I did tell you. I'm a first, right? And yeah. it's that's gonna be awesome. Nice. But before we even get to any of that, and and this is this is kind of a downer, but it, it's kind of cool also, just because you think about how many people this, this dude touched as far as with his music and stuff. And that's the the recent passing of Joey C. Jones. Yeah. Uh, a sweet Savage, Shock 2, uh, Joey C. Jones, and the Glory Hounds. I mean, there's... And he Kyle had other Joey. bands. He, 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 yes. Yeah. I know you're a fan. I know yeah, you're a fan. And, and yeah, he so, was great. Yeah, man. Talk about him, what he meant to you. You were just telling good stories as we were kind of hanging around in a smoke circle there. Yeah, I... Um, you know, I, I've been such a fan of his. I, you know, I feel when I found out that he died, I knew he was sick. And I, I don't I don't know the guy personally. I've... I'm, I'm purely a fan who has had the privilege of hanging out with him and meeting him a few times, and they were all great, you know? And I appreciate the time, and I appreciate the music that he provided for us because I, I was just listening to Sweet Savage on the way here tonight. And know? for those who don't know, for those who don't know, I mean, I was I was a Southeastern, of Ohio, a Southeastern Ohio kid. Well, really, Joey was kind of too. He's yeah. in Athens, dude. Yeah. But when I came up here... In my 20s is when I found out about the Shock Twos and the uh -huh. Sweet Savages because a lot of these bands were playing at the Al Rosa in the 80s yeah. and stuff like that. So that well, was a little ahead of my curve. But Shock Two, that, that history is fairly interesting too. I mean, yeah. and, you know, before jo Joey was in Shock Two, he was in Sweet Savage. So tell the, tell the listeners who LA. might not know. I mean, there are people outside of Columbus who listen to this show. Yeah. So there's a couple. Well, <laughs> but, Sweet Savage was kind of a band, you know, was a, a band that was up there in the L.A. scene at the time, uh, you know, with Poison and, right. and um, Rat and uh, Warrant, um, you know, in the mid, early mid 80s. And they were right there, you know, and I don't even know why it didn't happen. You know, who right. knows? You know, a million that, different ways a that million could. Times, yeah, right. That could but, go. you know, Warrant and uh, Poison, they 
they and Rat obviously all those bands they climbed up and and you know and hit it big, but Sweet Savage kind of fizzled out, and then Joey moved back. From how I understand it, Joey came back to Columbus, joined uh, Shock Two, who the original singer Tommy Chinankas yeah. left that band, or you know, and I don't claim to know why. But right on. I just know that it happened because I remember seeing you know going to see these guys live at the Al Rosa or wherever, and the first time I saw Shock Two, they opened for. Docking at the Newport in like I want to say eighty six or seven, oh, and dude. Tommy Chnikis was the singer then before Joey. Joey right. was still doing Sweet Savage. So anyway, Joey comes back to Ohio. You watch MTV, Headbangers Ball. You see all these national artists. You go to the Al Rosa or wherever Newport in Columbus, wherever I'm from as a teenager, and I'm seeing these local guys on stage shredding and looking right like on. the dudes on TV. Yeah, and I'm hailing them immediately <laughs> because it's so cool. And then they're hanging out at the bar after. Are you kidding? You get to talk to them as right. well. You know, it was great. And that's originally how I met Joey. Uh, you know, and, and just passing, he would never remember the times we met, but I always will. You know, that one of those kind of things. And then with Sweet Man, with with your great job time. with with Chip and Enough's Enough, so you're like. You met, you got to see Joey again. I remember seeing, this has been years back, right when Facebook kind of started, but I remember seeing you in an airport with Joey. You're like, yeah. you ran into, it was like somewhere down in Texas, I'm sure. Yeah, but it you, was. You, yeah, you got your picture taken with uh-huh. him and stuff. It was kind of cool, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, again, he wouldn't remember, but I... No, but I, tell the story right. that you told well, me about, the, about, you know, the... With Enough's Enough. Yeah, that's a good so one. So it's 2017 and Enough's Enough's on tour, and we we have a show in, uh, at Trees in Dallas, Texas. Trees is a great club in Dallas. And Joey's band, just called Joey C. Jones, right. they opened for us. You know, and and uh, when we got there, Joey was already there, and we walk up into the dressing room, and he's, right he's, he's uh, you know, him and some friends are hanging out and sparking one. Right. And, of course, you know, some of us joined in, and, and uh, we were talking, and I'm telling him, you know, man, is it the more high I get, you know, the more, like, you know, fanboyish. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it back, but I was saying, you know, I used to see all the time at the Arosa. I'm oh, going through that's all the cool, list. though, Mike. And he was loving it, you know, and, and you can tell they appreciate it when they're looking you in the eye right. when you're telling the story. They're not wandering, you know, uh, who's over here what's gonna you know this is boring you know they're paying right. attention and that's what touched me that's what i liked about him uh, anyway i told him the story he said uh hey man look now you know you used to come and see me all the time but now i'm opening for you dude and i'm <laughs> like no uh, you know i'm not i'm just the tm i'm not in the band he goes yeah you are whatever and, and but you know it was just a a funny moment and we took a picture and i just posted it on facebook yesterday of that night in the dressing room and yeah, it just, you know, it was just a great, a great picture. I'm glad someone took it and I'm glad that I have it. And, you know, the memories, of course, uh, and the music, like I said, I'm just listening to Sweet Savage on the way here. Yeah. I mean, I'm st- I got on the rock stuck in my head right now. I, I've I got, uh, I've got Rick Soga, you know, I record these on Wednesdays, but tomorrow for my homegrown Thursday, uh, Soga's coming in. Yeah. We're going to play some shock to him. We're gonna, oh, he's going to have him talk. It. So Chad, I, I, uh, didn't even throw out a text or anything. I get a text last night from Chad Stewart and he's like, Hey man, if you do anything for Joey, I, I would uh-huh. like to, to be a part of it. He goes, Very I, cool. he goes, uh, I, I played at that last show with him and Soga in Dallas or something along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, Appreciate absolutely that. man. So, so tomorrow I'm going to record, I'm going to record Soga and then also, uh, you know, Chad from Faster Pussycat, just to, oh, you know, some Ohio great. dudes talking yeah. about a guy that they all oh, that's very loved cool. and, and, and worked with and stuff. So you kind of hit on enough's enough there. And 
so get me caught up. First off, how are the guys? Everybody good? Yeah, everybody's great. Dan Dan's foot is healed uh, from his fall uh, back when we were on that tour with Faster mm-hmm. over the summer. I remember that. He's all good. He didn't play football on the ice. That's nope. not how nope. he, and how this, he did this it. And this boot is, is bringing back memories. Memories, my you boot? Know, the boot you're wearing, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you, know, you know, Dan was wobbling for a good three months. I remember when that went down. And so Tori's cool. Yeah, everybody's great, man. We've got... Um, a few weeks off until April 1st. We're in two dates in Iowa and one in Nebraska. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Tora Tora was supposed to be oh, with us. I remember that. And they had to drop out right. for whatever reason. And I'm so bummed. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bummed. Three nights with Tora Tora would have been killer. Dude. And they're great guys. Oh, I know too. they are. I've had Anthony. He's called oh, the garage. Yeah, that's right. I just, that's right. I just, Huge fan. And they, they're all still together. Yeah, the original They're dudes. all still together, yeah. and yeah, I think it's cool. They still make great music. Oh, they do. They kill. Anthony sounds great. His voice is unbelievable. I just, uh, no, no, big fan. All right. He just opened for enough in somewhere in Alabama. I did see that. Acoustically. And Tori and I are standing there watching his set. Oh, yeah. And just killing it. You know, he was, yeah. oh, it was great. One of my favorite things is on Sunday evenings... If you, it's either on Anthony's page or the Tora Tora. A lot of times it'll be on. It, it, you can yeah, get it on either both, one. Yeah. But Sunday nights, he'll just play a couple songs, talk uh-huh. to the fans hey, and stuff. Oh, I love, <laughs> dude. I, too. And it's I like, love his oh, voice. Oh, my God. His talking voice. He's so calming. He, and one so of the sweet. most. He's a great guest. He, he was a was really, he? really, really yeah, solid guest. Yeah, I heard him on here. Good dude. All right. My main man, Chip's enough. So let's. I guess this is a way to ask this question, Beasley. Is Monsters of Rock Cruise. I want to. F- this is how I find out about the Monsters of Rock Cruise, and this is also how I find out about Chip. What's it like to be on a boat with Chips enough, man? Oh, are you Come kidding? On. That it would be like best. a dream. I mean, yes, if I'm gonna if I get to pick one person, I, it's Chip. I, I Mike, wish you would pi- come on this cruise sometime. I know. You you would I mean, dude, <laughs> your head would explode. I'm not kidding you. Well, Every time I, I, it never gets old. Chad you, Stewart describes it as he goes, it's this rolling floating high school reunion yeah i mean it really is (laughs) and i mean there's people you know everybody's mingling you know Mm -hmm. and having a good time you meet so many cool people and then your toughest decision is do i want to go see faster pussycat uh, faster pussycat or vandenberg right you know or i'm trying to think who else was on the boat honeymoon suite or loudness right you know and it's that random and there's everybody in between and karabi does his thing too karabi uh he's Excellent, that guy. They call him the mayor. He's the mayor of yeah. it, right? And he, but he, his voice is just I, dude, held up so well. There's, there's two cats that we've talked about. I mean, Anthony Corder and John yeah. Karabi. Excellent. I, I would say, all right, let's just kind of. This is where my ADD and and when you and I get together, it really goes uh-huh. off. So guys who still have it, I would say uh, Phil Lewis is on oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Right. Phil so those it. are three that I think of from that era. Yeah. Who, for whatever reason, took care of themselves. Yeah. You know, you know God who given. Who else? Yeah, throw it out. This is cool. I like that. Donnie V. Donnie V. That You're right. dude. You're right. You're right. Can sing. Without a doubt. I mean, I know. I, you know, I know, man. It I, breaks my. Dude, I, I, I spent two shows ago just, I went off for like 10 or 15 minutes just talking about him and just what a. I, I, I don't even want to say it because I don't want yeah. to bum him out. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, just sucks, you know, man. It's, it does. It stinks that it, it's not, it can't I know. happen. But, I know. What, you know, what are He's, you going to and, and still, those guys and Donnie still write amazing music. Oh, absolutely. Still write amazing music. Absolutely. That's yeah. true. And, you know, any time 
when I'm listening to Spotify, uh, anything from from especially from String, dude. What? No, why are you? Oh, I know. I know. Oh, oh, oh. I know. Are I know. you kidding? Me? Holds up. The it holds crowd. up. It holds up. I that record holds up more so than any other one from that era or genre. And you know, they always and I'll agree. Mm. You know, they always say mm. your first record's the best. Right. And there's nothing wrong with the first Enough's right. Enough album. Second albums are always kind of getting a shitty rap of, eh, you know, you don't have enough time. You have your whole life to make your first album and, se- and you know, a year to make your second. You know, I, I and know. their second one was, oh, uh, to, that, that jump was, <laughs> yeah. was pretty amazing. It was, oh, that was excellent album. Uh, Heartland would say that was almost uh, Joey Burrow's uh, <laughs> rookie season to his second season. Yeah, there right? was a big jump there. Yeah, the big, big jump, about the biggest man. jump you could big make. Jump. But um, no, and it, that just strength is huge, oh, and yeah. and just to uh, yeah. So Don, we always still end up. It. We always we always we always end up talking about strength. I we know. always end Love up talking about strength. So yeah, so Donnie still got it. Phil, Phil, Karabi, um, Karabi, Anthony sure. Quarter, Quarter. Um, God, who did I see over uh, on the cruise, you know, that, that I said, yeah, this guy still, still has it. pipes. Uh, yeah, there was, so I, I, I can't you. think, but man, you know, good for them. That's a good and, list. Yeah. That's it's a good a list. list. So sure. let's, let's Jeff trans- Keith from Tesla still, still has, has it. it. Yeah. yeah, he does. Let's transition from, Go from ahead. Donnie. Oh yeah. Keith, man. Oh my goodness. Right. Right. Now they're all coming to it. Let's, uh, let's transition into, uh, into chip and just being on a boat with chip. I just can't, if, if John Karabi's the mayor, then, yeah. then what the hell is chips well, enough? And what's man? funny too, is chip will do, I haven't ran for office yet. Yeah. Or I don't know. You do it. You do it better than I do. Well, chip will do the ship announcements. And that's really funny too. <laughs> hey, brothers and sisters, you know, and you hear that over the PA. <laughs> And it just stops you in your tracks. You got to hear what he did. Did he really make that shot? Yes, that oh was God. for real. Okay, because I saw I that. I couldn't believe I've it. Fi- I forwarded that to ev- all my yeah. buddies. I'm like, no, check this out. I mean, that out. was probably the fourth attempt. Okay, but no, that's still amazing. Yeah, no, that was and still then he an just amazing walks shot. Away like he was born to do born it. Born to you know? do it. I love it. <laughs> uh, you know what? And, and keeping it on chip, the rock and roll fantasy camp. This was actually, I want to say earlier this week, Yeah, since this is Wednesday, I saw the pictures of him and, and, and Joe Perry yeah. jamming. Yeah. And, Unbelievable. And, and the, that was that Mount Rushmore of basses <laughs> yeah. from the 80s yeah. on there. Yeah. With him and Franklin and uh, Sheehan. Sheehan and, and then Sarzo. Rudy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, Have you it, heard from Chip since the uh, fantasy camp? Yeah. Did he talk about it all? Text. Okay. I haven't spoken to him. I need to call him. But we, we have a group text, and he was talking about... You know, when he sent us those pictures telling, you know, he hasn't said, I can't wait to hear the stories because I know he's going to have them. Right. But, and he always does. But, uh, you know, yeah, unfortunately, next time I'm here, I'll tell you stories okay. about that. But gotcha. Let me tell you real quick about staying with on a boat with Chip. You okay. asked earlier and I yeah. sidetracked you. It, I'll just put it this way. He leaves his door unlocked. Anybody that wants to come in <laughs> and sit out on the bal- on the balcony where the ashtray is overflowing, yeah. if you catch my drift. I'm, I'm picking yeah. up what you're throwing down, Beasley. That's people know to come there. So, you know, I'll be, we'll, he and I will be sitting out on the patio having a coffee or something. And, you know, X, Y, and yeah, Z yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, bands yeah. walk from band, in. Yeah. And they're like, hey, dude. And I'm sitting there going, am I really doing this with this guy? You know, it right. blows my mind all right. the times I get to hang out uh. with these people that I used to listen to. That's awesome, on, dude. On my cassettes, <laughs> going to work, you know, going to high school somewhere. Uh, next thing you are doing, and then we're going to get into the Gimme Five. Next thing you're doing with Enough's Enough, what do you guys have planned here as far as 
uh, going into towards the ass end of March into April. What, what are you some, looking uh, ahead to? Because I mean, some, we've got we've got the tour with with uh, at the Glam Slam Metal Jam. Yeah, with Pretty Boy Floyd, dude. And you got a gig here. Yeah, at, at the King of Clubs uh-huh. and Alba. the Midnight Devils too. That's a band you can't miss. Okay. They are a band out of Chicago. Great guys. I saw them on the marquee. Very high energy. Okay. All right. You're going to love the show. That's all I'll say. Uh, And then, yeah, Pretty Boy Floyd, of course. uh, It's going to be a great tour. I can't wait to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts in June. But before that, um, we've got some other dates uh, sporadically in May and in uh, April. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd will be in Iowa and Nebraska. And then at the end of the month, end of April, we do um, the whiskey and then Vegas and Fresno. And then we're going back to L.A. for the – on that Sunday is the 50th anniversary of the Rainbow, and they're having a big party. I can't remember all the bands that are playing, but I'll be able to tell you about that the next time I come back. Wow, dude. Yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, see, that's – I mean – we're good friends, but that's another reason why you keep getting asked back. Mike, you're awesome. <laughs> Those stories are incredible. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. Bro. Okay, so here we go. Give me five. And I've told you uh, outside before we kind of, when we're kind of prepping, if that's what you'd call it, uh-huh. uh, for the show. Same Basically grace. what I do here as far as, uh, as the give me five. So we're going with total just hard rock stories, okay? Right. And I sent gotcha. this list to you yesterday. Dude, there was what stuff that happened in the last 24 hours that we could have thrown in here, but let's like, well, no, I'll just save it for next week. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It never stops, man. Yeah. It never stops. But these topics were great. Here we go. Number five, Daryl Hall in Van Halen. So here's the story as it reads out. Daryl Hall said that Eddie Van Halen once asked him about replacing David Lee Roth and Van Halen. Yeah, actually, yes, the Hall & Oates frontman said with a big laugh when asked about the rumor during an interview. Let's give props to Q1043. That's Eddie Trunk's weekend station that he does his Friday night show on. Oh, okay. So he says, I I knew the guys really well, and we actually shared some people, crew, and things like that. Eddie came to the show with Valerie, and David had just left the band. Eddie said, do you want to join Van Halen, man? He was half joking, (laughs) but I think he was serious. I really do believe he was serious, and that comes from Daryl Hall. Okay, well, wait, let's talk about that for a minute. Well, let's do. uh, Okay, so obviously there's people that are Van Halen fans, or Van, you know, Roth fans and Hagar Mm -hmm. fans. Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Sharon doesn't get much respect, and he's an unbelievable talent. He's still got a great voice, too. <laughs> Absolutely. There you <laughs> gonna, one gonna, the list. We're going to add that to the list on this show. But oh, I can't hear, and I love Holland Oates. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Boston in um, April to visit Tori, and we're going to go see Daryl and Todd Rundgren. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be killer. Be a great show. I love Daryl Hall. I don't hear him with Van Halen. I don't either, and but I would. I probably dig it. What am I talking about? I, I just don't see it. I think of a flamboyant rock star lead leading Van Halen. I I do too, but I think Not, that tells you where Eddie was as an artist and his yeah. confidence in a as, a as a musician at that point. But also, if you ever wondered how really bad Eddie's drinking was, I mean, stories like that give you a glimpse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably loaded oh, asking no. Daryl Hall if he wants to join the band. But you think yeah. about the other, I mean, you know, you heard Steve Perry. That was another one that kind of got, it didn't get as much traction as the Daryl Hall one, yeah. which I really, I didn't really know about that one. I just kind of write all a, that stuff off as I bullshit. Do, I do too. It just doesn't do. seem like it, it would be real. Patty Smythe, that whole thing. That, I remember but, hearing I, that. I, I, I remember... Back in 85, 86, when all the shit was going down, I remember hearing the Phil Collins rumor. I don't know if Kurt wow. Loder said that or like he, they were giving a list of Phil, and, Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah, dude. 
and Van Halen. I'd, I'd, hey, I'm saying I'd listen and I'd go see these guys. But I, I you know what I don't want to hear? I don't want to hear when it's love. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yes, but I don't. What I don't want to hear is Daryl Hall singing uh, Atomic Punk. Or, or, you know, right. Mean Street or something. Well, I mean, you know what? As much as I bag on Sam, I mean, Sam's uh, he's an incredible performer, amazing singer. Well, I'm just saying live, you know, when they just, do the old songs. Right, but but he gave Ain't Talking About Love a shot. He gave uh, yeah. Panama a shot. And, and, it was and he tough. did I'm a fine job, he but did, he he's did. more of a rocking voice than exactly. Daryl Hall. Daryl yeah. Hall's more soulful. Right. The Philly soul. I love it, man. Sarah Smiles, forget it. All that shit that they did with Paul uh, and Excellent. I'm, I, I'll, li- I'll turn it up every time. Private Eye, Kiss Dude, on My List. I mean, I, Family I'll, Man. I'll H2O it. <laughs> Damn, bro. I watched that Daryl Hall show. Let's just Hall throw it in. Let's throw H2O too. in. I don't yeah, care. H2O is great. All right. Enough of that. Enough <laughs> of right. that. Uh, number four, Dolly tells Rock oh. and Roll Hall of Fame, no thank you. How cool is God this? God bless her. Here's what I have from this, uh, Beasley. Dolly Parton may be up for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction this year, but the country music legend says in her new posting that she intends to decline the induction, saying that she didn't feel worthy and feared uh, splitting votes for artists who she felt deserved to be in ahead of her. I just... Bravo. I mean, that's incredible. Bravo. What a cool... What a cool artist, man. She's awesome. She's a great songwriter. She still has a... She's an amazing voice. Let's put Dolly Parton on our list as well. Yep. But how cool is that, Mike? You know, I've said that so many times. I love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame museum i hate Mm -hmm. the rock and roll hall of fame but that's that might be the whole moral of this thing that might be the most rock and roll thing i've ever it's like when the sex pistols refuse to right punk rock yeah they refuse to show up for their induction well good for you dolly and she's getting a lot of good press Uh, off of that everybody's even rock fans who don't even really listen to dolly partner like you know what yeah that's super cool thank you back and listen to some of dolly's stuff i think they would Mm, dig it jolene jolene's was is a killer song but you know the rock hog you know it's great you go hey look there's david bowie's ziggy stardust outfit hey look there's jimmy page's (laughs) guitar hey look there's there's run dmc's adidas Uh, come on no doesn't fit right next to grandmaster flash is you know john lennon's acoustic martin martin acoustic and it's there's a turntable from some if this (laughs) bravo dolly parton if this gets judas priest in right they're not in but Dolly could have been in before Judas Priest. Let's give me five that. this week. That. I know, right? Give me five this week. Number three, new Megadeth has a release date now. Uh, Dave Mustaine has revealed the uh, the hopeful release date for Megadeth's highly anticipated new album, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. It's according to Thrash legend uh, Dave himself. says, uh, you know, pushing back the album multiple times, Megadeth hopes to release the 16th studio album, uh, by July 8th. It's going to be on July 8th is what Dave's saying. So, and I love the last record and that was 2016's Dystopia. Probably one of the best Megadeth records in 15 years. I mean, it was yeah. that damn good. I, I Hear me out on this. Okay, yeah. Dave's Cancer, Ellefson's Wiener, the lockdown and the, and, the, and the restrictions. I see why this has taken so long and I'm just glad that he's in better health I don't know how you stand on on Megadeth or anything, but I'm just a huge I'm a huge Mustang guy, so I just want to. Yeah, I dig him. I tell you, I haven't been into them since. um, What was that? I'm gonna send you Dystopia. I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna send you that last record. Oh, okay. You're gonna absolutely love it. What was that album with Holy Wars? Holy Wars. Rust in Peace. Rust Rust in Peace. So you had Rust in Peace. It was Holy Wars. I I love that album. It was a great record. And then I kind of lost interest. But just today, 
Jeff Young, former Megadeth guitar player, yep. accepted my friend request on what? Facebook. That's yeah. kind of weird. That's kind of crazy. Just today. Um, we have so many mutual friends, and I always dug his work, you know, back in the, in the yeah. 80s with Megadeth. Right on. And I saw somewhere where he was yeah, doing a Randy stuck. Rhodes tribute, and I'm like, this guy's killer. And I, you know, saw wow, him out man. on Facebook. You, you think about the guys that Dave has had in that band. I mean, with Jeff. And then, I mean, but then Marty. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Kiko, the guy he's got now. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with Oh, him. my God. And nothing wrong with Dave. He was always no. a great guitar I, player. I, I have him. I have him ranked pretty high mm. as far as Mustang goes, without a doubt. Number two on this week's Give Me Five, Paul Stanley's top eleven singers. Are you Paul ready for Paul Stanley this? from Kiss? <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Gene, it's like there, you right? don't know. You know, you're from. Anyway. So the Kiss front man who turned seventy this past January shared a list of his favorite singers uh, in a social media post. This happened on March fourteenth. He wrote on Twitter, "The best lead singers of all time." Question mark. How about eleven off the top of my head? Oh, he had this ready to go. Of course he did. Don't give me that. <laughs> Do you want me to go 11 to 1 or 1 to 11? Let's go 11 to 1. Keep us yeah, in suspense. Is that Chicago? Who did that? Uh, yeah. Uh, he has a number 11 and Wilson. Let's just say oh. whether they're the top singers or not. I don't think you can argue that. No. Excellent. You, and she is. Everything she's done. And she still sounds yeah, amazing. she sounds great. She I, goes on the list. I saw them at the fair like 10, 12 years ago. Uh, number 10 is Lou Graham. So let's just oh. talk about whether they should be on the list or not. Not yes. where they're at now. I yeah. think Lou Graham, oh, absolutely. Lou Graham for sure. Every one of the overplayed foreigner songs yeah, you, on classic rock. Him and Mick, man, that were, what a great duo. I never get tired of them. Mm -mm. I listen. I tune in. I hear them. That's good to know. I love them. Dorsey, if you hear this, yeah. keep, don't, <laughs> don't. Let's, not, let's not shake uh, foreigner off quite, right. quite yes. yet. Uh, number Tell nine. Why, boy. <laughs> number <laughs> nine, Brad Delp. Boston. Oh, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. I can't argue that. So sad. Can't argue what that. What a voice he had. What amazing, right? Paul it, said that. Yeah, good for him. Uh, number eight, Steve Perry of Journey. I don't mm. think you can How fight can you that. deny that? Can't I, fight that. I could say that he should be higher. So uh, yes. Number seven is Janis Joplin. Mm, some I, would say I, I don't lower, think so. I think. Yeah. No. You think Icon. Higher? No, no, no. I think she's an icon, but I don't think she's in this. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, lover, lover voice. Oh, absolutely. But those other artists you mentioned, right. I could right. listen well, to them longer. Well, dude, that's like when people want to compare Stevie Nicks and and Ann Wilson. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie's don't. amazing. Enjoy both. Unique. Yeah. Great songwriter, but yeah. she couldn't. She couldn't hold Ann's no, microphone. Ann is I mean, that's that's silly. Yeah. That's silly. But no, Ann Janis Joplin. I'm sorry. Yes, Christ. Janis Joplin. Amazing, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, number six, Paul Rogers. I would put Paul, I think Paul Rod, Paul Rogers is in my top five. You know, I had never really liked him and I don't, I can't explain why. Yeah. He I still love sounds that good. He goes on he the does. list. He goes on I'll give the it, I'll list. give him, I'll give you, I'll give him and Bad right. Company and Free all of the props, but I just can't, I never, something about it didn't click with me, which is fine. And then someone that, it knows him told me that he is the biggest prick in the world. He, he's, yeah, I did a, I did a meet and greet with him. Did once. you? Yeah. How did it go? Well, I mean, Did I he wasn't kick anyone's ass because he's a fighter. Apparently, he likes to a, throw down. He's about four he feet loves tall. to fight. Yeah, because that's why. Well, you know? All I know is the young female, you know, sales account uh, exec uh -oh. that was there. He was just he was hitting all over. Uh, uh, one of those, eh? <laughs> uh, number and this is crazy. I didn't think that. I thought Paul Stanley would have this guy higher. At number five is Rod Stewart. I thought that was his guy. I thought Rod Stewart. I thought that's who he wrote Hard Luck Woman for. I mean, how awesome would it be to hear Rod sing Hard Luck Woman? Let's just go there. I, look, and it's but 
Yeah, I agree. I, Rod, I've been listening to Faces a lot lately. I think Rod Stewart, you can make an argument for him to be as being like, he could be a number one. You could argue him as a one or two just because oh, of yeah, his uniqueness yeah, yeah, yeah. and how... Absolutely. Amazing it sounded. It's so hard for me to narrow down number one. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I know. You know I, I mean? know. My OCD goes nuts because... But I guess that's my point. And when I say stuff like that, it's all subjective. But I think you can make an argument for them. It's like oh, people yeah. who will argue... If you, dude, Hendrix or, or Eddie or... You, you say those guys, You say those names. Right. Uh, who's number one or who's number... It's no, you can make an argument for yeah. every one of those yeah. guys. And for I think sure. Rod Stewart is a guy... If someone said to me they think Rod Stewart's one of the greatest singers ever, I would be like, uh-uh. Uh, Oh, right yeah. on, man. I, I get it. I agree. And I, <laughs> I get I, it. While we're on him real quick, I'm happy that he's going back to his rock roots because, you know, he was a crooner, mm. you know, for so long. There was a now reason for that, Now he's going to rock. Oh, dude, I don't, think he, I don't think he's on our list today. No, no, well, no, 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 no. I mean... I don't think he's got I know anymore. what you're saying, but... I, I, I would still go see him, just no, like I, I went to I see Van Halen. I, right on. No, I feel my like. beloved David Lee Roth. Know, right? Exactly. You're right. You're right. I would go Good see point. Him. I'd pay to go. Good yeah. point. Uh, number four, David Ruffin from The Temptations. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not going to say yeah. anything about that. I, I get Classic. that. Freddie Mercury at three. Oh, That's a, yeah. There's another guy. That if you say he's the best, I, I have no... I have zero problems no problem with, that. with that. How about this? Number two, Steve Marriott, uh, Small Faces wow. and Humble Pie. Yeah. And I, I was just reading about him where he was also on another list as far as guys who played and sing. He was a great player. And how is he above Fred Mercury? That's I, pretty cool for, for, for Paul. Paul to say that. Well, yeah. I think. I mean, no, nothing against Steve because no. huge fan of Humble Pie. Right. And the Small Faces. That song, Black Coffee. I wish, you know, I, I kind of wish that South of Eden would have kept the Black, Black Coffee. You like the my Black opinion, Coffee name, right? Because well, I love that song. But he's a DJ. He's like this international DJ, Black oh, Coffee. That, yeah, so he deal? already he ah, owned everything. Bummer. He owned everything. Oh, oh I didn't There's know. Nothing that. the boys could do. Well, either way. Great song and, <laughs> right? and great band. Steve Marriott, great voice. Absolutely. And a tragic ending. What a sad... <sighs> and, and, and with, with Marriott, I think of him, as far as guys who could play guitar and sing, I mean, Paul Stanley, say what you want. He's yeah, in that. But I, I mean, I, Rick Emmett. Is one of the, I, you know shit. what I mean? Yeah. I don't, that's, that's a whole other level. I mean, Steve and Rick, that's a whole other level of yeah. voice and guitar. Oh my God. And to have both like gifts yeah. like that. At Us Festival. The dude. performance there, mm. I mean, one I know, of many, dude. How killer was the guitar? I mean, don't the I vocal, the guitar, everything in Triumph. I set love was it. Kick ass. World of fantasy, bro. Oh, it don't even get me. Is. Number one, Robert Plant. So man, I. That's another one where I, I would I, never. I'm liking Paul Stanley more now because that's a that's a pretty hip. I never cool thought. List in my I opinion. didn't think he would have Plant. I really thought Rod Stewart would be higher. I knew he was a big Motown guy, so it doesn't shock me with, no, with David Ruffin. No, Motown doesn't shock me. What shocks me is it's not Fred Mercury at one and the rest on down. I, I thought that Paul would be the showman that he is, the showman that Freddie was. Right. You know, I mean, I would think that that would be one of his major influences. But they, they were out at about the same time. They opened. Didn't they have shows together, perhaps? Or am I thinking? Yeah. Either way, yeah, they, right, right. maybe there was bad blood. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> And do you think, as far and though he's talking about singers, but as far as frontmen, let me just get this out. Uh-huh. I think Paul Stanley's one of the greatest frontmen ever. He is great. He owns the. Crowd. I mean, I'm a Roth guy. Yeah, <laughs> but me too. but I think two, as far as no two different styles. Yeah, but I think as a, as a frontman, I I think that's the one thing about Paul that gets overlooked. Like I, I well, put him. I, you could make the argument if someone said that they thought Paul Stanley was one of the greatest rock and roll frontmen ever. I'd be like, all right, that's cool. I get that. I mean, there's not a thing wrong with him. 
I mean, he struts the way he moves, oh, you know, dude. the way he uh, Think about owns it. the crowd, divides them up. Yeah, Ooh. let me see your hands, you know, and all that stuff. All the cliches, I mean, dude. Right, all, all of the that cliches. Shit. And the the show that they put on, the production that, that Kiss has. Right. Uh, you know, you have to, you can't just stand there and look at your your uh, feet if you're in if you're fronting kiss I think he's one of the greatest. with all of the shit going on behind you you know the fire the flames the the uh, I know. sparks the you know, everything you know uh, uh, you like to taste alcohol alcohol well, yeah <laughs> no, turn the microphone over to ace friendly or you think yeah or my, what i'm oh dude and like i turned dorsey onto this like one of the first times we saw a kiss together i was like look here's the deal man detroit rock city and when Paul does the first I drink, then I smoke. Uh-huh. You got to watch. He'll back away from the microphone and do this with his hand. Pretends he's got a cigarette and throws it to the ground. Like you always got to watch it because he's oh, been really? doing it since the 70s. Uh, Dude, and he does I it, guess man. I've never yeah, noticed that. but watch when you see Detroit Rock City from here on out. Watch yeah, it. And he, watch and he does that. it. He's like, first I drink, then I smoke. And then he's like, I know this is the radio and you can't yeah. understand. But, they, but it's, anyway. Oh, that's right. hilarious. So, Very cool. number one on this week's Gimme 5 Motley Crue Stadium Tour set list. Nikki Six says the set list for the stadium tour will include hits, deep tracks, and some cool surprises. But he didn't get specific? Is that all he no, said? No, that's all he said. So, wow. look, I saw... I saw... I'm trying to think if it was towards the end of the year or right first part of the year. But I saw... I think it was early January. Yeah. I saw Vince Neil at Hollywood Casino. Oh, I'm going to yeah. tell you this. He looked better. Yeah. Okay. I saw a video. He, um, it's the, the sound part's rough. It's still rough, but he had moments where it's like, okay, there's, it seems like there's certain songs that he can kind of, he can kind of get. He couldn't through. sing shit back he in 1983. He couldn't sing at the Us Festival you know? in 83. No, bro. that was, that I remember the, the first time I that saw wasn't that. The, yeah, exactly. I, I wept. I thought, man, I, I, because I devoted so much time and money to Motley Crue back then, but I'd never seen them because I was too young. My mom wouldn't let me go see them. They're devil, right. all that shit. And I, and then I see them live in that era for the first time on a DVD of the Us Fest about twenty five years <laughs> ago, <laughs> before internet. Right, right, right. And I'm watching it, and I'm going. This is awful. <laughs> the band was cool. Oh yeah, and dude. they all looked cool. Oh dude, that was. But his voice was shit. Uh, and like, but he was one of the. He's best, twenty years old. He was one of the best front men. <laughs> oh, he was great of the era, just mm-hmm. because of the way he commanded the stage. Yeah, for sure. He got all the girls. Yeah. But man, no one was more energetic. He, he dude, yeah. no one ran the stage like Vince. You're right. And, you and know, he took a page out of the Roth. Uh, he absolutely playbook, did. Man, he absolutely you did. Know. You know what you. You're not going to be Freddie Mercury. Though. Yes, you're, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But you're not going to be Freddie Mercury. You're not. You're talking about these great singers and stuff. There was something else you had to do, and that was entertain the crowd. Yeah. And Vince Neil was. Anyway, I yeah. just. It, I'll agree. I'll, I'll what do you think, Dave man? Overall. So we're going to get the hits. Okay. So deep what tracks. Are we hearing? Uh, well, deep tracks. What are can, deep, deep tracks, tracks to Nikki Six? I don't know. And maybe Nikki's getting smart with this, and he's thinking, well, I know what's in his wheelhouse now, as uh, far as what he. Well, can they're going to be down. A, you know. What are we going to get? Red team? hot. We're we gonna get, you know, we're we gonna get louder in hell. We're we gonna get. Yeah, I could, I could hear those. I would. Like to, uh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, those are deep tracks. Should have been on shout. I should have been. Know? Yeah, that was a great song. And I always bag on theater. I, I do. We did a whole vinyl analysis on that. But let's we not. Did. Let's not piss the crew fans off. I'm again. not, dude. But listen, I just, <laughs> I just pulled it up on Spotify the other day. My buddy and I right? are playing video Some games. Great songs on there, and, man. And I'm, and and I'm singing every goddamn. You song. damn right you are, man. 
Keep your eye on, on the, the money. money. You know, yeah. I'm, raise I your mean, hands. Do rock. Maybe this album really is. No, as, it, as, as we get older, it's 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 good. Yeah. It, it's yeah. good, man. Back the older then, we though, get, it was it, it right. killed well, me we that it wasn't as heavy as anyway, shout. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> we could go on. We really could. I got a new segment. But what I want to do before this segment is get a new beer. Yeah, I'll take one. See a man about a horse. Oh, right. It's a Shetland pony. Hey, it's a curse of my people. <laughs> and... Oh, that's right. Shetland ponies are smaller. <laughs> I mean, sorry about your luck, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh... yeah, so let's. What we'll do, and this is how I make this edit now is we'll say and we're and we stop, and then we'll come back and we'll say back, and then we get right back into it. So are you nice. ready? Uh huh. So people are gonna hear and we're back. back. See, that's how it works. Nice. And we're back. We sound good together. Thank you, bro. I Harmonizing. Think so. We have to send this. We have to send a resume and tape out. Yeah, bro. let's do it. <laughs> so this new segment, and, and I've got uh, Mike Beasley Austin, Enough's Enough Road Manager, uh, with me. So I got this new segment. It's called Garage Days Rehash. All right, I'm going to pick a moment from Garage Days past, uh, from maybe season one or one of the earlier shows here in season two, and you know we'll just. I think it'll be kind of a nice little thing yeah. to throw in. Yeah, I like that. So I'm trying to think of new ways. Anyway, and plus, we had a really, really good first season, like with a lot of funny and cool moments, super yeah, cool you, moments. Yeah, you can't just forget about that. I want to keep, Bring them I want to keep, for someone who's like just it. tuning in now. All right. Yeah. So what we've got for you, this is from season one, when South of Eden's Ehab Amran performed The Traveler right here in the Hawk's Nest. And what I want you to listen for at the very, very end is my buddy Heartland, his, uh, yeah, dude. I kept, it, <laughs> I kept it at the end of it. So if we ever turn this into a live sing, if we ever turn this into a single, you this ever gets it. big, I'm going to keep that part where you hear Heartland at the end say, yeah, dude. <laughs> so, and this was a, one of the first songs Ehab wrote, and this was, this was a black coffee song, but I just, I loved it so much, and I had him perform it here. Great song. Yeah, in the Hawks Nest. So here you go. It's a Garage Days rehash.
First ever Garage Days rehash, and that was Ehab Amran from South of Eden. I mean, let's think of him playing that. the Traveler, and I just—you can see why. Look, if, if the mere reason I brought this segment up or am creating it is to play that again, yeah, to bring it back. I mean, what a cla- <sighs> what a great voice that guy has—unbelievable <laughs> talent. And then Heartland, you got to say, right? Yeah, dude. What else are you going to say? What are you going to say at the end of that? You got nothing else to say. Right? You, you either stand there with your tongue hanging out, like, what did I just hear? Can you or do you it? say, yeah, dude. You know, we usually have pe- uh, singers, performers come in and reenact. Heart- Heartland, can you say, yeah, dude, again? Yeah, 
Uh, there it is. Yeah, it's kind of the same. I wish dude was here singing. No. But it is cool to hear. You know, yeah, to hear that. Again. To yeah. hear that, for sure. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Ehab yeah, is man. just, he's just, he's one of a kind. Wow. We've had some, that, uh, and then the performance that Anthony Clay from Green 13 did. He was one actually one of the first ones to perform out here. And uh, he did Diamonds and Rust. And it was really? raining. Now, you heard on That's that. That's Rick's band, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Martellino's in there now, so God, that's a great. That's Green Thirteen is. I haven't seen him. I, I really do. I always see Rick post pictures. You know, they're badass. You know, they're uh, badass. Hurry up and, and wait. And Anthony's one of my favorite singers. In, really, Central. I gotta without go. Out of doubt, go. without a doubt. I've seen Hot Lucy. That's a killer band. Oh, with, yeah, dude. Like think about Bradley. Uh, think about all the great it. bands we have here. Yeah, and, and Sean Pruden on bass, dude. Pruden's that one dude of the, is a. He's, legend, amazing. You know, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's an amazing bassist. Rick and Matt. That's a hell of a unbelievable. That's a hell of a rhythm section. Absolutely. Uh, but no, it's yeah. cool to bring this stuff back, and it's cool to have these people out. But like, I had Anthony Clay do uh, Diamonds and Rust out here, and you heard the the crickets with Ehop, right? Yeah, it sounded this great. one. It was a rain. It was this light rain oh, no in the kidding. summer. You could hear it. Oh yeah, you really? could hear the rain in the back. Diamonds and Rust. I, it was that might be my next one. But yeah, I, there's some, I want to there, hear that again. There were some funny, funny bits throughout, just funny things that people say. Yeah, well, I think one of our one of the uh, quotes that people like a lot is uh, when a dude and rat dies, they they die. You know, it wasn't okay. Maybe that won't. Wait, what now? No, what? we were just talking about. It was, we were comparing Motley Crue and and Rat, uh-huh. and you know and. You know, Nikki says he died and then came back. Oh Jesus! Which yeah. I don't, don't. Are you with me? Do, oh, of course I don't, I'm with you. I don't He's full of shit. He, that didn't happen. He never did. He, any, that didn't happen. Any heroin addict right. cannot remember what they did yesterday, let alone write a memoir about yes. it. It's bullshit. I don't care what anybody says. So my line was: When a dude in rat dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> when for a guy sure. in Motley Crue dies, he comes back. And I, uh, mm, I just mm, saw mm. Piercy a couple of weeks ago. I, I drove How's over he to doing, man? I freaking. Just, he, he was cool. He was great. I mean, not love great. Him. He was, you know. Right on, man. It wasn't 85, but, you know, it was killer to hear some of the tunes he did. I just. He, great band he I'm going to get him back on, on in the garage. You'll have him call. He was one of my first guests okay. ever. Great. And uh, I just. Cool guy. Uh, yeah, he's super cool, man. I just, I, I, I just think the world is Steve. Real music fan. And his book was excellent. Did we you talked, read his book? Yes, I did. Oh, I and, love and, the Eddie Van Halen stories in that book. No kidding, man. And we talked about like that jump from first record to second record. You can say what you want about the Rat EP, but dude, Dave, man, just he texted me like two nights, two or three. It was last weekend. Last it was a couple nights ago. But it was last weekend, and he's like, dude, how perfect is Out of the Cellar? Yeah, I mean, he said everything, just like the, the deep cuts. The you know, we were talking about uh, uh, scene of the crime and yeah, just all, lack all of those, communication. Yeah, in your direction. Oh, I'm saying you go deep. You go deep. And it's yeah, and it's really good, but the production on it just what a Bo Hill, I believe. Bo Hill, all yeah. Those rat records and Invasion does not suck either, my friend. No, 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 no. Neither does no, uh, Dancing no. Undercover. Dude, first three or four. Dancing I mean, I would, Undercover, right? I love right? Seventh Avenue. Oh, <laughs> stop sweet it! Attitude, come on. Oh, uh, Mike anyway. Beasley, Austin. Oh, man, I even reach for the sky. All the rat. Records. All right, so I'm saying those love first them. the four the first four studios. Take yeah, weight, they're worth their weight in gold, in my mm, opinion. Great you, man. band, Jesus Beasley. Ah, uh, thank you, bro. Already? Yeah, Damn. I hate goodbyes. Oh, you too. Until next time. Until <laughs> well, that'll be until next time. If America. we can, when does the uh, when does the enough's enough uh, grand uh, glam slam metal jam? When does that start? That starts uh, the fourth. Uh, I 
believe, of, of uh, June. June. So uh, how far do they? Or how no, long? the 9th of June. My bad. Okay, in Chicago. Well, that's this is the most the important 10th part. Here in Columbus. So flight pattern Bob gets back the middle part of April. Good. So would would you want to? Can we get you back out of here before the uh, before the uh, the tour starts? Um, it, we'll we'll have to talk. We'll schedule something because yeah. I've got another band that I'm going to be out Dude. with. Hey, and yes. you know, listen to this. Yes. This band is called the Steve Ramone Band. Okay. And it's a friend of Chips. Steve is a friend of Chips. Okay. Uh, Tell about it. What's that? Tell the listeners. Yeah, about yeah. It. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that out too. Okay. Um, uh, the Steve Ramone band is uh, the Steve. His name Steve Ramone. He's an, uh, an artist, a great singer, a songwriter out of Chicago, friend of Chips. Right. And his band is made up of Chip, Dan, and Tori, and and this guy on keyboards that used to be in Survivor. This is going to be a great band, and we're going out in support of the London Choir, well, the Choir Boys. Right. Right? We're going to be touring. It's going to be the Midnight Devils, Steve Ramone, and the Choir Boys, and we're doing the whole month of May, May 3rd through the 25th, oh, dude, I believe. Dude. So, yeah, that's going to be fun, and that's a bus tour. All right, so whenever we get you back, you're going to have a shit ton of stories Yeah, I'll have for a lot us. of stories, and then there's some other Enough's Enough news that will happen in the fall. I'll be able to talk about too. My goodness. Another tour. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Beasley, great seeing you. Yeah, you too, man. Great Always. hang. Always. Great hang. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for the beers. You got it, bro. No, thank you for the uh, parties. Favorite. <laughs> As always, yes, thank you. As <laughs> always, appreciate the downloads. And until the next episode of Garage Days, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out.